Welcome to Finding My Fit. I'm Athena and I'm just a girl trying to find where the heck I fit into the big wide world. Finding My Fit empowers you to become your happiest and healthiest self. Join me every week as we discuss all things health, wellness, mindset, manifestation and lots lots more so you can find your fit. everybody and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm joined by Serena Dodd who is a life and business coach that helps other coaches achieve their first 50k. She's also a motivational speaker and she's the host of two different podcasts, one called 50 Driven and the other called The First 50k. We had a really amazing conversation about mindset and building resilience as a business owner dealing with knockdowns as a business owner and how you can learn to visualize your success and put yourself in that mindset of already being successful. We also spoke about how you should stop worrying about the how and start focusing on what it is that you want. I mean, I do speak about law of attraction a little bit on my podcast and it kind of relates back to that in terms of knowing what you want and visualizing what you want, but not necessarily worrying about how that's going to come about and instead just starting and not being afraid of that fear of failures, of knockdowns, because they are inevitable. Serena has some incredible advice to give, so let's get on into the episode. So Serena, if you could tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. Yes, I, uh, my name's Serena and I am a coach. I help other coaches up level and scale their businesses so that they can build up their confidence so that they can increase their sales so that they can really understand their uh, purpose And they are able to approach their journey with fearlessness. And I do that through mindset. I do it through business strategy. So not only am I a coach, I'm a business mentor. And I do it through um, positive psychology. So I'm also a positive psychology coach. And collectively through that hybrid, we work together to help up level uh, your business. Amazing. Yeah, it sounds like you do so many different things. So what is it that got you into being a coach? Is it something you've always wanted to do or was there some sort something in your life that sparked this sort of passion? So interesting because um no, I never thought of being a coach. I was really into I've always since I can remember been into self-help, trying to understand the mind. Um but I used to run events and I used to run really large scale global events um and I did I was working on the Olympics in 2012 and I remember finishing it and thinking there needs to be something different there needs to be something more and so I thought that more was me starting a business in the events industry so that's what I did and I realized that even though things were going well that um I wasn't really like something wasn't being fulfilled and it just started to the excitement of all of that, the excitement that uh, and the adrenaline that I had in my 20s and early 30s. It just didn't 
uh, resonate with me anymore. So I finished a job, I think it was 2018. I did a massive conference in Barcelona and I was asked to go to the States, uh, which is what I always wanted to do go off and work in the States. And I turned it down. And um, it was at that point that I decided I'm not working in this industry anymore. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to work in this industry anymore. After that, um, I just promised myself three months of just decompressing, getting myself back healthy physically and mentally. And it was during that time that I started to listen to podcasts on changing career and podcasts on sort of mindset. Majority of the podcasts I was listening to was from this woman who happened to be a life coach. And I was like, hmm, after about a month and a half of this, I thought I better see who this woman is. And um, I was like, oh, she's a life coach. Oh, this sounds interesting. And she's making sense to me. I got so involved in it that I noticed that she had a course, well, a year long course um, coming up the following month. And um, I just, I signed up and I haven't looked back. It's so crazy that just one podcast is sort of what pushed you into like a whole new career. But I really love that you managed to see that even though you were doing well in your other career, in the events, it wasn't something that you felt was fulfilling you sort of mentally. And I think that is so important. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing. They might be doing really well in their job or their business, but it's not necessarily bringing them joy and it's not really their passion. So why is it that mindset is so important for a coach or a business owner? It's everything. You, Anyone who has had any form of success in their life when it comes to running a business, it's all come through mindsets. If you are a personal trainer, for example, you will be teaching your clients to come to the session with the right mindset and they need to take that mindset with them because you can't be with them all the time and they need to take that mindset to making sure that they're making the right personal choices when it comes to their food. And it's the same when it comes to business. Your mindset, it needs to be set to a point where you're not constantly looking back at, oh, I knew I couldn't do this. We have our, our minds, our minds are healthy when they are in that state of fear, because that's when we were cavemen that's what we needed to run away from. We needed to be fearful so that we didn't jump off the cliff or we needed to run away from the things that were going to attack us. And now that we've, you know, most of us in life have the, you know, roof overhead and food in our mouths, that the fear comes from, well, what if this didn't happen? And what if I can't make it? And, oh, well, someone didn't want to sign up with me. So I can't, you know, this isn't going to work. Having a healthy mindset is one that goes, I understand the fear. I get it. I'm always going to be fearful. You're going to be, the mind wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep you tucked up in bed. And it doesn't, it doesn't want you to do anything too challenging because it will freak out. But if you have a dream and you have a vision and you want to make that vision happen, you are going to be doing things that scare you and you're going to be doing things that fill you with fear. And that's okay. But your mindset needs to be such that you can focus through the fear, know that it's coming and do it anyway. So making sure that you are 
ready for that journey and ready to understand that there are going to be a lot of obstacles coming across your way. Why? Because you want to be successful. You want to help a whole bunch of people. You want to bring in the money and you want to have the the life of liberation. You want to be free from, from, from ties like financial ties and you want to be able to do things in your life that you almost probably at one point never thought possible. So yes, having a great, healthy mindset when it comes to approaching business um, is vital. Yeah, for sure. Definitely being prepared for fear. And I think using that fear to like propel you forward is Mm -hmm. like so, so key. It's like when we look at, I don't know, like is it Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon? And he's like, I've got billions and billions and all these successful business owners and people like that. We look at them and we're like, oh my God, like they've got it all. How can I be that successful? But we don't see all of the struggles or all of the risks that they've taken. And we don't see the years of fear that they might have behind that really successful business. So I think sometimes we sort of forget about that. And we think that building a business should be easy. Like you said, people weren't there when there was just a desk and a big piece of cardboard that Jeff Bezos had Amazon written on it and he was selling books. They are only there when they know, oh, when did this suddenly pop up? And it didn't suddenly do anything. Richard Branson didn't suddenly, you know, make his millions. He, you know, there, there's a lot of preparation and, you know, he didn't suddenly just take Galactica and go into space you know all of this is brand new stuff and there there would have been lots of fear and 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 as you get bigger and bigger the fear increases but your mindset is is far more resilient than when you first start off and starting off is if you don't have the right mindset it can be a really um slippery slope and that is why very few people make it I read I think it was yesterday I read a statistic that was 90% of startups fail within the first year. And I think a lot of that is because they have one failure and they just give up or they're too scared to take a risk that is actually going to lead them to success. And I think that's probably like a massive reason. And it does all come down to mindset. How -hmm. does someone build resilience after receiving several knockdowns in the early days of their business? But it's funny, and you, you speak about that stat. I remember first I went to, went to a convention in um, the Expo Center years and years ago when I first started on my business and it was like a startup convention and so different to what I thought it was going to be. There was a lot of HMRC stuff. There was lots of merchandising and there was really little advice. And there was one guy that just literally had a space and he just stood on a chair and he started talking. And he basically said you're all here as new business owners. And I'm telling you right now that 1% of you will still be going this time next year. The rest of you will fail. I thought, well, that's a ridiculous stat. I'm not going to be that person. And I can see having been in business, I can totally see why the resilience comes from, or let me talk about initially the lack of resilience. The lack of resilience comes from, we all have our insecurities and we all have our fears. And we know that 
doing something new, of course, as we've discussed, is going to scare us. So what we will equate it to when we have a known failure, when we feel like we've failed at something, you know, we've we've put together a presentation and we've gone out and we've sold it to the first person that's come along and they don't want to buy. And we see that as a failure. And then we can start, our brain can start equating it to many things that have happened to us in the past. And, you know, well, I'm not very confident. Um, so, you know, that's probably why that person didn't buy. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a salesperson and I'm not this and I'm not this. And we love to just almost feel comfort in our story. And so therefore we might try again and do it again. We may not. We may do it completely differently so that it's not as direct. And that's what happens when you don't start to manage your mind and you stay comfortable in the mindset that you're currently in. So creating resilience is actually pretty simple. It's it's the reason you started your business and it's focusing on that person. Like you want that feeling. Essentially, you want the feeling of someone who's successful in whatever way you deem success to be. That version of success is why you started your business. Now, whether that is financial success, whether that is helping hundreds of thousands of people, whether it's helping five people, or whether it's a combination of a whole bunch of elements, you started a business for a reason. Whether it's to just be completely in control of your life, you started a business for a reason. And it's very easy when we get our first few knocks to go back to a mindset of, let's just be comfortable. Maybe it's, maybe it's better that I just stick with my job. Maybe it's better that I don't even attempt this. What's the point? I'm going to pour a whole bunch of money into this and it's not going to work. If you start a business and you're driven and you understand why you're doing it, getting your head into that space of, okay, who is that person? Who is that person that's got the success? How do they feel? And what would they be telling me right now after a failure? The likelihood is they would be telling me, move on, next, next. That's how you're going to get there is to work in that mindset of your future self and to understand that person really well. That's a lot of the work that I do is with, with my clients is I get them to almost be best friends with their future selves because that's the person whose mindset you want. You want to strive through the mistakes that you make. And trust me, as a business owner, you'll make tons of them. You will, uh, And the failures are only failures if you stop. The failures are actually great learning lessons of, you know what? that might not be the right client. It might not be the ideal client. Maybe you haven't targeted the right person strongly enough. Maybe um, you can address the way that you speak to people. Whatever it is, you can start looking and analyzing different ways that you can approach things. And that's the mindset of someone who has been there and done it. And that's the mindset that you need to adopt. So using that daily, like I always get my clients to practice daily, bit of meditation time, bit of thoughtful time, whether you believe in meditation or whether you don't, whether it's um, just a walk on your own with your own thoughts, thinking in the mindset of that person. How would this person walk? How would this person talk? How would this person feel right now? Getting into that space where you go, now I can start my day. 
whatever happens, bring it on. Yes, I love that attitude. Whatever happens, bring it on. I There's a quote that I really love and it's failure is our greatest teacher. And I really yeah. do think that that is true, especially in things like business or, well, I guess really anything in life. It's like whatever goes wrong or whatever we fail at is kind of redirecting us onto a different path. And yeah. like you said, sometimes you need that failure to remind you or flag to you that you might you might be doing something wrong or you might need to do something differently. And really from what everything you just said, it kind of sounds a bit like it's all about self-confidence and removing self-doubt. Would you say that that's right? If If you do want to be successful, part of it needs to be having that confidence in yourself and believing in yourself. Well, I don't know who said it, but someone great famously said success and confidence is based upon a pile of failures. And it's true. All you need to know is that you can cope with your first failure. And if you can cope with your first failure, that actually builds your confidence because that allows you to say, right, okay, I've overstepped that mark. What's next? And if you stop feeling the need to be so confident all the time, you just need to know that you just need to do the next right thing. Your confidence will start soaring because you spend your time in the person, in the space of the person who you are going to become. And you know that failure is part of that um, and fear is part of it. And so you just do the next right thing. And the more next right things you do after a pile of failures and you keep doing it and you fail, you keep doing it, you fail, you keep doing it and it works, you keep doing it, you fail, you keep going on that trajectory. What that builds is a whole heap of experience. You'll know how to help people not do things, whether you're in a service-based industry or not, you know that, okay, well, when I bring in employees or whoever, just know that this doesn't work. I've been there and done it. It doesn't work. When you hear people talk and they tell you their stories of huge colossal failures, you know, the stories are really interesting. So be in that mindset, be in that mindset of of thinking, you know, one day I'm going to talk about this. One day I just, you know, I just know that this will be a great story. Great. Do the next right thing. And that's how you'll build your confidence. A hundred percent. Yeah, I really agree with that. You mentioned before that with some of your clients, you get them to kind of think about themselves in the future as though they are already successful. So it's a bit like visualization, I guess. Like, How does someone do that? How does someone put themselves in that mindset? Is there something that you tell your clients to do, like whether it's a vision board or I don't know, writing down their goals? Like how can someone put themselves in that mindset? Well, we do it anyway. We love to think of ourselves, we're, we're, you know, in our sort of, as we grow up, teenagers and get into our 20s, we are so future focused. We're so excited about the future, whether that's you wanting to get married and have kids or whether that's you wanting to have a big business or whether that you just want to be really successful in your career or whether you want to just have a great life and that includes a job that's part-time and a family and whatever it is everyone's different 
Um, but we're so future focused in those years. We're future focused, you know, we're, we're, we're taught staff to help us for the future when, we, when we're at school. And when we leave school or university or whatever it is that you do, when you leave that environment, you're going towards something. And what happens is around the age of 28, 29, we start getting and hitting certain goals that we see in the future. And we've had some knockbacks, but we still have the confidence to keep going. Now, whether that is you found your partner, you've had kids, got a mortgage, or you've got to a certain stage in your career and our mindset starts to change and we become less future focused and more about the now and the past. So how are we going to make our mortgage payments? How are we going to feed the kids? How are we going to uh, afford that holiday? How are we going to, you know, how am I going to have the career that I've got in the in the um, position that I've got it in and still look for a partner? How am I going to do that? So it becomes, you, on average, you're spending your time staying in that headspace or you're looking back. Remember the time when. When you have, when you kind of change your mindset and start to realize, okay, well, I seem to be spending a whole heap of time looking back. That's, and you say, but I want something. I know that I want something different for my future. I know that, you know, I saw it when I was in my, when I was 21, I saw myself on a yacht. I saw myself, um, you know, in a nice hotel. I saw myself, you know, helping lots of people, um, whatever it is, then suddenly you're, you're there, you're in the future mindsets. Um, so it doesn't take much to get to that future space. But what we do is we compensate ourselves because our brain is so fearful saying, listen, that's never going to happen. This, these are the cards that you've been dealt with. So it's never going to happen. Now, if you get to that point where you say, right, I trust myself enough to start a business because I want financial freedom, because I want to be in control, because I want to help people, because I know it'll be good for my family, because, 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 because you're focused enough to know why you want to do it. It's really easy to lose that why when you hit your first hurdle or hit several hurdles. What you need to be able to do is say, right, what, what is my purpose in life? Because that's essentially what it is when you start a business. A business is just not about getting to an end point because you'll never get to an end point in your business. It's about what is the purpose in my life? How does that resonate with me? What is the feeling that I get with that? So I work a lot with my clients on their purpose and establishing what that is. Often with that, there is that end goal, that end vision. And yes, we, 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 we work on looking at what the goals are long-term, but also really what the goals are in the next 90 days. And that then can be broken up into the next week. So everything's sort of step-by-step. Step. So you know, actually, okay, I've got this great big vision that I'm heading towards, but in the next 90 days, I need to accomplish this. In the next week, I need to accomplish you know, these small steps. And today I just need to make sure that I've got to do X, Y, and Z done. And that is all steps towards your future. So yes, you have to work on, um, in terms of your vision. Yes. Visualization is so important. I don't know if you scuba dive, 
um i i do a bit of scuba diving when i first started training in it they all said uh or we were taught sorry that um you need to visualize almost like we had to go we had to go vertical into the into the water when we're down by the seabed and our legs had to be towards the surface of the water and our head needed to be by the seabed and they said the best way to do this is to initial um, visualize it on the boat first and then go down and do it and that really is the case for so so much of what people who want to have success uh, in their lives need to do they need to understand visually that it's really important to be very close to understanding exactly what it is that you want because it's all great to have a very broad vision but the more you visualize it so that can be yes some people do vision boards some people do goal settings I work on goal settings because it's a, it's a lot more direct, um, but it's also great to have a vision board. I also ask that 10 minutes a day that they sit down quietly or go for a walk quietly and they connect with that vision. And often it's a vision of themselves and knowing the feeling of that person in that space. So the more you can do that, the more you can uh, have, have it on paper, Write down exactly what it is that you want and who you want to be and the goals that you want and then start working backwards from there. That's how you are able to really understand who you're going to be, what the space is going to be like when you're there and just be connected to it all the time. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that was such a good answer. There's so many different things I wanted to sort of pick out and especially sort of the visualization. And I think that works because there is that such a close connection between the body and the mind. And like you brought up the example of scuba diving and that's such a, like, that's so far from being a business owner. Like they are completely different things. And yet you're still being told to visualize. So it obviously works because everybody is talking about it in everything, even scuba diving. So, and I love the idea of reminding yourself of the why and thinking about your purpose and taking the time to just slow down and reflect and visualize. Because when you are a business owner or you're trying to build some sort of business, you you have very little time. There's so much to do and you can find yourself just neglecting your own sort of self-care and you, you think you don't have the time to just sit there for 10 minutes a day and think about what you want. So I do think sort of the key is just to set aside that bit of time. It's really important to have that, that, that time to, um, whatever it is that you're doing you know if you want if you if you're looking if you have a a dream you're and you're not addressing it you're always going to be left in frustration so being able to understand what that dream is and be really clear on it you don't need to do that straight away and that's what I tell my uh, so I'm, I'm also a weight coach and I don't I don't work on weight with with anyone uh, but I do understand it and for example with myself if I'm visualizing weight loss or anything like that 
I will, and I'll focus on that for maybe three months, then I will sit down or I'll go for a walk and I will allow myself to understand, okay, what does that look like? And, you know, the initial sort of meditation for that or the initial visualization or the initial thoughts in my head will most likely be, well, what does that look like on the scale? What does that, what does that, um, what does that feel like when I have that weight loss or whatever it is? Um, and then it might go to, oh, you know what? I can see myself in a dressing room trying on swimsuits or trying on clothes and they just fit really well and connecting with that feeling. And then it might be that, oh yeah, do you know what? I, I really can see at Christmas, for example, this event that I'm going to, I can see myself in this particular dress and how that would feel and understanding, okay, what would I be thinking right then and there? And I'd probably be congratulating myself and saying, well done, you've done so well by doing this and connecting with that person all the time, makes sure that as you go along your day, you're making better choices. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. It just means that you're making better choices because it's all a combination of everything. And what you want to do is lead with the mind it doesn't mean that you can berate yourself when, you know, you might have a piece of cake or you might have, you know, some alcohol or whatever it is that you said that wasn't on your protocol. You change it and you say, well, OK, but let's not have the whole cake. Let's just keep going and just keep focusing back. So it's not about being perfect. It's just about making sure that your mind can switch you back to that focus points quicker than if you didn't have the mindset to do that yeah exactly I completely agree with everything you said there it's so important to just keep that in mind could you give the listeners a top tip for any of them who want to grow a business that will eventually provide them with financial freedom and it's going to fulfill their desires I guess just encompass everything we've spoken about today like what top tip would you give them stop worrying about how we spend so long well how do we do this how do we do this I'm telling you now everyone has a different journey and if you have a really strong purpose and why you want to do it, and you'll really focus on that, if you are driven as a person, don't question it, just do it. There is always going to be stuff that you're going to be learning on the way. There are always going to be mistakes. There's always going to be fear and there's always going to be doubt. Deal with it. Get over it. I understand it. Everyone has it. Focus on your why. Keep that focus to the point that it drives you. And forget, drop the how, because trust me, if you're doing something that you've never done before, there is not an instruction manual for it. You will have a lot of people telling you, try this, try this. This is going to make you 50K months. This is going to make you seven figures in a year and all of that sort of stuff. Only you can do that. That will be through the choices that you make and it will be through the mindset that you have. And making sure that you can just drop the how and have the belief and the faith that it will happen and take the right next step. I absolutely love that advice. It's like harsh truth, but (laughs) but it's what you need to hear. You know, just not thinking about the fear, not thinking about the failures and just sort of getting it done. 
Yeah, I mean, we all know that it's that it's going to be there. Of course, it's going to be there because you're going to have fear about not making money and you're going to have fear of what people think. That's a huge one. That's almost worse than the losing money. So um, because what people think will stop you from doing so many things. So it's really important just to know, be connected to your why, drop the idea of needing to know the how and just take the next right step. Yes, 100%. And I love that you mentioned there about not worrying about other people's judgment because that is something that holds so many of us back. And at the end of the day, if we have a goal that we're working towards, what does it really matter what other people think about it? Like their opinion doesn't matter. So just not thinking about that is part of what is going to lead you to success for sure. Yes, you you know, trust me, those people who have an opinion uh on that they will have a very different opinion when you are when you're in that state of financial freedom and you're living the life and the dreams that you want to live so don't let other people dictate where it is that you're going in life you choose where you're going and just know that the journey is going to be challenging um and that's okay Yes, definitely. Amazing advice. So Serena, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast today. I'm going to link all of your sort of website and your information in the show notes. So if people want to go and check you out, then they can just head over there. It's been an incredible conversation and you've been such an amazing guest. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much, Athena. Thank you very much for having me. It's been great. So that is the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed, I'd love for you to leave me a five-star review over on Apple. Connect with me on Instagram at Finding My Fit Podcast if you want to stay up to date with new episodes or you want to check out my positivity posts. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.